It's time. Time for what, you might ask? It's time to optimize your health and upgrade your life. Cutting-edge research, biohacks, ancestral wisdom, wellness, intuition, and more. This is The Synthesis of Wellness. Your host and biohacker Chloe Porter has a background in engineering, innovation, and research. Her analytical background coupled with her journey in overcoming a brain tumor and defeating several chronic illnesses enables her to approach health and wellness in an innovative way. And now more than ever, she is ready to share her biohacking secrets and expose cutting edge research. We are so glad you're here. Welcome to the Synthesis of Wellness podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Synthesis of Wellness podcast. Today is a solo episode, but I wanted to come on and talk about A4M. So this is the conference I recently attended and was invited to, which I'm super grateful for. It was, it was amazing. Um, so many great speakers, doctors, um, the the expo hall was just beautiful, and I, I'm so grateful. It was a great experience, and if you ever get the chance to go, I would really, really suggest that you do so because you'll just learn so much, and you'll have so much fun going around looking at all the cool tech, the amazing businesses that are trying to really make a difference in the health and wellness space, and and for a good reason, right? We're trying to to live better as humans. We kind of fell down this path that <laughs> we don't really want to continue going down. And things like A4M change that. So definitely look it up. Be a part. They've got a bunch of events. They've got an app you can kind of uh, keep on top of things with. So I would highly recommend that. So today, I just kind of wanted to dive into some of the stuff that I learned, took notes on, enjoyed hearing about, but I think we're going to focus mainly on SIRS and just inflammation um, and Dr. Andrew Heyman's talk. He... He is incredible. He's so knowledgeable about SIRS and quite frankly, you know, with my journey and SIRS and Lyme disease, I've used his methods, his protocols and have found great success. Um, he's amazing. His research is incredible and the way he delivers the information is also incredible. So look him up on YouTube. He's got several YouTube videos and several talks are uploaded. So you can definitely uh, look for yourself and get the real, real insight into why I'm nerding out over his information. 
Okay, so SIRS. For anyone that doesn't know, SIRS is Chronic Inflammatory Response Syndrome, and it's typically brought on due to a mold exposure. So, you know, in your um, apartment, in a dorm room, in your house, if you've had water damage to that building, there's likely to be mold growth and microbial growth. Um, this this isn't limited to just mold. There's actinobacteria. There's a bunch of different microbes that can create this chronic inflammatory response syndrome. And in addition, it's not always mold. A lot of people like to kind of divide Lyme disease and mold or um, any other biotoxin illness and mold. But if I'm, you know, interpreting the information correctly, chronic inflammatory response syndrome is really the label we give to any chronic inflammatory response due to a biotoxin. And a biotoxin can be a microbe-like mold, you know, the the mycotoxins, etc., It can be other endotoxins from, you know, other microbial species. It can be from Lyme disease. There's a bunch of different things that can actually create this chronic inflammatory response syndrome. So if you have the blood markers, which I'm not going to get into in this um, podcast episode because I I really just want to highlight some of the main takeaways that I interpreted from Dr. Andrew Heyman's talk at A4M, but stay tuned because I'm sure I will be taking deeper dives into SIRS later on since it has a really close uh, place in my heart. Um, And I also have Lyme disease, so, you know, I kind of have the um, doubling down on SIRS. So, okay, without any more setup, let's go ahead and get into Dr. Heyman's talk. You know, he started off talking about the immune system, you know, surveillance, tolerance, resolution, all those good things, what it all means, what the immune system does, the innate versus adaptive immune system, and why that's particularly important for SIRS patients. The innate immune system, that's like your first line of defense. It's your neutrophils, your monocytes, your natural killer cells, even the complement system. These are all cells that are part of that innate immune system. But then we've got the adaptive immune system. So when the adaptive immune system, excuse me, when the innate immune system is unsuccessful in attacking these invaders, these pathogens, Dr. Andrew Heyman said that about four to seven days after that is unsuccessful, the adaptive immune system will respond. Now, here's where we run into a little bit of trouble for SIRS patients. When the adaptive and the immune and the innate immune system do not communicate effectively, often due to, you know, a genetic issue, then it takes a significant amount more 
energy, time, and effort to get rid of those pathogens. And sometimes it's so bad that you develop chronic inflammatory response syndrome to a specific pathogen that just can't, you know, get out of your body and it cannot, um, the inflammation cannot get out of your body. It just keeps reigniting that inflammation. So what we've got is the innate immune system failing to communicate properly with the adaptive immune system. He also talked a little bit about autoimmunity and how this all ties in. Um, I'm going to save that for the end because I'm kind of on a roll with just the SIRS and chronic inflammatory response syndrome. So we'll get to that in a bit. But chronic inflammatory response syndrome. Okay, we already we already discussed it's the innate and adaptive not communicating effectively to get rid of that pathogen. And so there's that persistent innate activation. It just keeps activating and keeps inflaming your body. So you're literally living in a state of inflammation. And I'd like to also note that we all have some levels of inflammation in our bodies. That That's just the way modern society is. We're inundated with toxins, cosmetics, air pollution, so many different things. And, you know, living inside is so crazy to think, but it's kind of detrimental to our health because there's so many more stagnant pathogenic microbes that just live, replicate, and grow in your house than fresh air outside. I mean, and there's no way to sterilize your environment. Even hospitals aren't a million percent sterile, but it's just kind of an eye-opening thing to think about because we do live in a modern society where we're just going to have some inflammation. But this is a whole nother level, okay? This is, this is when things go wrong. And there's poor antigen presentation. So that's the hallmark between this lack of communication between the innate and adaptive immune system. There's poor antigen presentation. So that means that what the innate is trying to present cannot be presented. So we cannot, therefore, make antibodies to get rid of it appropriately. Now, when I speak, I kind of, I'm like, we can't or we can. There's a lot of gray area in here for sure, but just know that SIRS, chronic inflammatory response syndrome, is typically associated with poor antigen presentation. So maybe, maybe some antibodies are created, but it's, it's not optimal and we want optimal. So there's lack of resolution there. And frequently there are other issues and some of these include, according to Dr. Andrew Heyman, a dysregulated gene response. And in addition, mitochondria dysfunction. So there's a ton of things that go into both of those. Um, I'm not going to get into too much of that science, but just know that one of the hallmarks of SIRS is molecular hypometabolism, and it literally 
causes your cells to be insulin resistant due to some of these genetic and mitochondrial changes. And that's, that's crazy because even if you're keto carnivore, you might still have molecular hypometabolism and you may not even consume that many carbs. And you're wondering, well, why is my blood sugar like crazy? Well, number one, inflammation can drive up blood sugar. Um, that's a whole nother process, but we're not going to get into that either. But for two, if your insulin, if your cells are insulin resistant because of mitochondrial dysfunction and gene dysregulation, you're probably going to have some blood sugar issues. So, so many things can be caused by these biotoxins and inflammatory responses that just keep persisting and persisting. And that's not, that's, that's just not acceptable. It's not a way to live. And in my experience, I had no idea what was going on. It took years to figure it out. Research, my own research. And I finally did, you know, but it's not a way to live. And you may not recognize it immediately because it slowly creeps up on you. And then all of a sudden, you're a completely different person. In addition to all this is neuroinflammation. And I talked about that in a previous podcast episode. But just know that neuroinflammation is very strongly linked to depression and anxiety and a lot of mental health disorders. So, and I can attest to that too. My personal experience definitely reflects that. I had no idea why my mental state was just getting worse and worse and worse, but going back to the science, getting the blood work, getting the diagnosis, it all made sense. Okay, so so what do we do about all this, you know? You finally figure out you've got SIRS, possibly due to a mold exposure, water damage building, or possibly just another biotoxin that's creating this chronic inflammatory response. Maybe you have chronic Lyme. What do you do? Well, first off, this podcast, of course, is just for informational purposes and really to highlight how um, how amazing A4M is and in my interpretation of all of, uh, Dr. Andrew Heyman's information, um, because again, this is my interpretation of it, so definitely do your own research. But me reading off this protocol or, you know, treatment plan that worked for me as well, that does not mean it will work for you. You always have to do what works for you. You always have to find a doctor who will work with you, who understands you, and who listens to you and work with them. This is not the place to get that kind of information. This is just to highlight my takeaways and my personal experience. Okay, of course, we always have to get that out of the way. And actually, let's take a quick side note on that. That's in everything, guys. That is in everything. I don't know you, and you don't know every detail of me, and people have to do what's right for them. Yes, you need to consult the appropriate physician who will work with you and listen to you. But 
you cannot just assume anybody knows what's right for you. You also can't assume that you know what's right for anybody else. You have no idea somebody's history. You have no idea the state of somebody's body. You know, sometimes people's bodies are so stressed out that they can't even respond to a treatment appropriately. And they need to reduce the stress, work on the nervous system first, and then go into some resolution tactics. But, okay, that was a tangent. Sorry, guys, but I just had to had to throw that out. Yeah, so let's get into resolution and possible protocols for SIRS. So, okay, step one. We really got to get out of that environment. If it is a water damage building, if it is mold, you, you really got to try and get out of the environment. You cannot heal when you're constantly being inundated with more toxins. It's so difficult. I've heard stories where people have tried to make it work. They've bought air filters galore. They have um, slept in their cars. I've read stories about people sleeping in their cars. Guys, it is tough. It really is. But you got to get out of that environment. There are some options. I have seen some retreat type places where they're specifically designed for um, people with SIRS. I can't remember where it was. I want to say like New Mexico or Arizona, but there's one there um, that supposedly is a mold-free environment. They um, inspect it regularly and they kind of let you live there and get your treatment, your SIRS treatment, while you're living there for X number of months, whatever it is, and then you go back home. So it's kind of like a an intensive inpatient type treatment, but it's not because you're still, it's like you're living in a condo that's just inspected regularly. So it's, it's pretty interesting. I don't know a ton about it, but definitely look it up if you're interested. So, okay, get out of that environment and, and or evaluate your home for microbial growth. So maybe you have, um, you've already gotten rid of what you thought was the culprit for your SIRS. Maybe there was some black mold under your sink or something like that, and you've already gotten rid of it. Maybe go ahead and have another inspection and look and make sure there's no more microbial growth above, you know, the threshold levels in your house. There's a lot of um, different methods to do this. One, I believe, is called an ERMI score, and a lot of people use that to see whether or not they can stay in their house because certain scores will be higher or lower depending on the growth. But some people are like, okay, if it's above this score, I can not stay here. If it's below this score, I can, I can heal. It's going to take longer, but I, you know, I can't get out of my house. That's a big life move. So that can, that can be a resource for you. After that, binder, right? Binder therapy. And that can look different depending on the myco, or excuse me, depending on the biotoxins. A lot of people use that gold standard cholesteramine, 
well call um, due to the different charges present. Um, binders like charcoal or clay don't have the charge needed to eradicate some of these biotoxins specifically due to water damaged buildings and mold. So you gotta be careful in choosing a binder. You don't just want to choose anything um, that you you do want to be careful. Once you're on that, and, and by the way, um, always work with a physician because sometimes starting this binder therapy can amp up your symptoms and maybe you got to take it slower. So it's not always a one size fits all by any means. Even though this is like a, a plan or a protocol, it's still not one size fits all. So the end goal of this binder therapy is to pass the visual contrast sensitivity test, VCS. This is a test you can take online. I've taken it multiple times. It's just a visual test and you use your right eye, your left eye, and it's basically just assessing how well you can see these gray lines um, and, and the direction that they're pointing because contrast, the ability to see contrast, is often decreased when you have neuroinflammation. And you have a lot of neuroinflammation when you have a biotoxin illness, aka SIRS. Okay. So once you are on the binders, you pass the VCS after the binders have run their course, then you're going to address underlying things like um, underlying infections. There's a lot of co-infections that go along with some of this stuff. Underlying gut issues, um, heavy metal detoxification, histamine issues, massoactivation, nervous system. You want to calm the nervous system. That's a lot of mind and body work. Um, PTSD, heart rate variability, you can use that. Meditation, you also want to address hypercoagulation. And there's a lot of different things you can do for that. You can even use um, ginsenocides, those can help as well. And I believe I made a note about BPC-157, the peptide. I haven't personally done research into how that can help hypercoagulation, but that's interesting to me um, and why I made that note. So once you can pass the VCS test and you've tested for, let's take a quick break to talk about silver. Silver has an extensive history and has been used for many centuries for a multitude of reasons. Today, silver is available in supplemental form, but many of the products on the market use ionic silver. This is when we run into trouble. Ionic silver can bind to minerals and bioaccumulate within the body. That's why it's so important to source well, and the only company that uses silver soul technology, which is a true colloidal silver, is Silver Biotics. And Silver Soul leaves the body within 24 hours. Silver Biotics has a range of products from skincare to immune support and more. 
And as you guys know, because of my battle with chronic Lyme disease and SIRS, I'm always interested in optimizing my immune system. So when it comes to my immune system, I use Silver Biotics Immune Support almost every morning. It has antimicrobial properties and is more effective at lower parts per million than other supplemental silver companies. Because of my personal experience, I reached out and am able to provide a 30% off discount to you guys too. Just go to the shop page on my website or silverbiotics.com and use code CHLOEP. Alright, let's get back to the show. Marcons, which I actually haven't mentioned in this episode yet, Marcons is in your nasal passages and it's usually always present for people with SIRS. And it's one of the things that can keep you from healing. Um, so you you have to address it before you can um, get to that final healing step. And what you typically do is use something like a, a silver, um, silver EDTA type situation spray. Um, again, be very careful. These are some of these things aren't right for everybody. And some nasal sprays in general aren't right. You, you've got to be careful. Um, also, Marcons can live in the dental cavities as well. So it's not just in the nasal passages. Some people have had infected root canals that they didn't know and Marcons was living there and they literally had to get surgery um, to get their Marcons completely removed and begin the next healing step in the protocol. The next healing step is VIP spray. So this is a peptide, vasoactive intestinal peptide, and it's a neuropolypeptide. It's made in the gut. The suprachiasmatic nuclei, do not know if I pronounce that right, but I read this stuff, so. And the pancreas, and it supports the hormone levels that you need to start regulating your immune function again and helping the brain to heal. Um, there was research, um, I want to say Richie Shoemaker, in, in his article about VIP restoring gray matter to the brain. Um, I'm pretty sure it was him. But yeah, there's, there's actual brain atrophy that happens as a result of these biotoxin illnesses and the neuroinflammation. And this VIP has been shown to help restore that, which is incredible. It's amazing. I mean, quite frankly, if you put it into layman terms, it's like you're regrowing your brain, right? That's pretty cool. In addition, this VIP helps to get your genes working again, your mitochondrial genes. It helps... Um, be, because there's a lot of dysregulation. Some are upregulated when they shouldn't be upregulated, your mitochondria genes. And after the VIP, studies have shown that a lot of those upregulated genes, previously upregulated, come back down to normal, which is incredible. This is reversing some of that molecular hypometabolism that ensues as a result of SIRS. So that's that's pretty much a very bare-bones overview of the SIRS talk. 
or my interpretation again of the surge talk. I simply cannot say that it's all a million percent accurate because anytime you digest and take notes, it's all your interpretation of the information. However, I do believe it gives a good depiction of just how incredible Dr. Heyman is and just how incredible that conferences such as A4M really are. So yeah, do your own research, check it out for yourself, and maybe even try to attend one of these. They're amazing. You'll learn so much, and I'm so glad you tuned in for this. I will probably, yeah, I'll probably come out with another episode on A4M and some of the other lectures that I took notes on and that I really enjoyed listening to. Um, but I wanted to start off with this one since it was very near and dear to me and yeah, I've had a lot of personal experience with it. So yeah, stay tuned for, for upcoming episodes on A4M. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'm so excited you guys did. See you in the next one. The content provided by the Synthesis of Wellness LLC via its podcast and domain is for informational purposes only and should not be used as medical advice or as a replacement for medical care. The Synthesis of Wellness podcast, synthesisofwellness.com, the Synthesis of Wellness LLC, and Chloe Porter disclaim responsibility from adverse effects resulting from using the content provided. Please seek and consult a licensed physician for your health and medical needs. Furthermore, Chloe Porter and the Synthesis of Wellness podcast are not responsible for the opinions of guests featured on the podcast.